Joey, my man, thank you, and thanks to all of you for tuning in to another episode of That's What G Said Podcast. If you can, real quick, before you do anything else, head on over to iTunes, leave a nice five-star rating and review. Those help me out quite a bit. You can put a little comment in there, uh, let people know why you listen to the show and, and what you like about the show, and it's a big help in expanding. That's what G said. This is going to be just a real quick episode. I'm going to go through a, a couple things that, uh, that are in the news right now that I wanted to discuss. But I'm actually in Dallas, Texas right now with um, my girlfriend Stephanie. Her dad had some surgery on his stomach, a couple things. So I'm taking care of the dogs here. So if you hear some pitter-patter of little feet running around in the background, that's uh, that's Wally in Malibu. I'm here over in Bedford, Texas at her house. So I'm uh, keeping an eye on them for a little while. So there was only going to be just a quick show this week, but it's actually been a kind of a rough week. My dad is My dad also has not been doing too great. He's had some issues with kidney stones, and then there was a prostate surgery, and he had some complications with that. There was an infection, and he hasn't really recovered very well. He's still been hurting a little bit, so uh, keep some positive uh, thoughts and prayers for both the fathers, my my pops, and definitely for Stephanie's dad right now, who has uh, had some major surgery, but he was doing pretty well when I saw, and I think after a few days, he will be, uh, he'll be, he's a tough guy, man. He's tough. And, um, so I've been able to kind of check out Dallas. I've never been to Dallas other than going to the Dallas-Fort Worth airport for like a layover. So unfortunately it's not for the, you know, vacation visiting fun stuff, but I was just driving around. It's always interesting to see things and kind of like the the downtown Dallas area and places that I've, I've only seen on TV and stuff. So let's talk a little baseball uh, oh, we're, first, just quickly, we're down to the final four now in the best animated Disney movie. So the final four, get over to Twitter. It's me, Gino B, and vote in the polls. Final four have come down to Beauty and the Beast, Toy Story, The Lion King, and The Little Mermaid. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Get on over and vote. Next, we're going to do best boxing movies. So start sending me your favorite boxing movies. I think we can get probably to a group of 32. We can probably do a 32 bracket for boxing because with the, with the Rocky movies alone, you're in the double digits, right? With the Rocky and the Creed. And there's some closet really good boxing movies out there too. So check them out. I'm going to go through and uh, and start sending me your favorites for best boxing movies. That'll be the next bracket that we discuss. The main topic right now, no doubt about it, is... The MLB trade deadline. As this is the first time... What's going on, Wally? Hey, Malibu. Barking in the background. Um, this is going to be... This was the first time we had a hard trade deadline on July the 31st. <laughs> Isn't it funny the way that works? As soon as I started to do the, the show, you knew the dogs were going to start barking for their food. As soon as the show started. So yeah, July 31st is that MLB was that first time that we had that hard trade deadline and it wasn't looking like there were a lot of big names going to move but then things really got crazy late the big one obviously was that Granky getting dealt to Houston and now the Astros have a really strong starting pitching staff with like a nice three-headed monster with Verlander Granky and Cole they're going to be really really tough in a series to to defeat and and then you, you know you can go through the moves that weren't made and we didn't see 
The Mets do a lot. We didn't see the Giants get rid of Bumgarner or Will Smith. Um, a, a lot of the teams that were bad that I was expecting moves to be made from like the Royals or the the Tigers did end up making their moves late. Uh, we didn't see the Orioles do a whole lot. I thought maybe Toronto, maybe a little more. Um, but let's go through some of them. So after Granky, obviously that's the hu- that's the biggest one. And uh, the Giants picked up Scooter Gen- uh, Scooter Jeanette for cash considerations and player to be named later. The Cubs got a, a bat that they a nice bat in Nick Castellanos, so he's immediately in in their lineup. That's that's awesome for them. Like that, that's a huge get for the Cubs. The Braves added a couple different pieces. They got the help to the bullpen that they were hoping for. They got Shane Green. From Detroit, they got Mark Melanson from San Francisco, so they got some depth to their bullpen. The Dodgers didn't make any big moves, but they've made a couple moves in the last week or so that have already paid off. They added Jed Jerko, who he's he's one of the versatile type players, and and a lot of the players the Dodgers add, they add, they have a, a type. They find players that they feel like are coming off of a you know a bad year or off of kind of a downswing, and they hope that they found something that can help get them back to where they were. Jorko's been been injured, really, for the, for most of this year. So, But he's the type of guy who could give you a big at-bat and who could, who could win a game for you if he's healthy. And right now, the Dodgers have had some injuries with Kiki, with Chris Taylor, with Freeze and banged up. So Jerko will give them a little bit of versatility. They also made a move the other day to pick up White, Who's uh who's been solid so far, and they they made another move to pick up uh, Negron, who's also been <laughs> been productive so far. So no big moves really for the Dodgers. We'll get to another one of the the uh, bullpen moves that they made after Corey Dickerson went to Pittsburgh. The uh, uh, Corey Dip, Dick uh, Corey Dickerson went from Pittsburgh to the Phillies. The Phillies got a little bat there. Uh, the A, the Miami Marlins, and the Diamondbacks—they just traded some prospects. Zach Gallen and Jazz Chisholm swapped. The A's get Tanner Rourke from the Reds. The Reds were sellers now. Um, another one of the big deals that was uh, just a few days ago. We saw with Puig, Puig going from the from the Reds. Nationals acquired uh, Ronas Elias and Hunter Strickland, so they got some bullpen depth that they needed. They also got Daniel Hudson from the Blue Jays, so uh, a couple nice pieces. The Cubs got Tony Kemp from the Astros. He's actually in their starting lineup immediately. Uh, the next day, they traded Martin Maldonado, who they just got a few weeks ago. Rays, the Rays got Jesus Aguilar. The Brewers got Jake Faria. The... One of the other big ones was the Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer to the Reds. The Indians get Yasiel Puig, Fran Milweis, and more. And uh, the Reds also get Taylor Trammell. This is, that was the big one. That was another big one. So can Puig be that bat in the middle of the lineup that, and you know, now the Indians got two nice bats with Fran Milweis in the mix too. So their outfield is much better than it just was, but they give up a top-tier pitcher in Bauer. Rangers send right-hand reliever Chris Martin to the Braves for left-hand pitcher Kobe, Kobe Allard. Uh, Blue Jays send David Phelps to the Cub for pitching prospect Thomas Hatch. Mets send Jason Vargas to the Phillies. This was a little earlier. 
Brewers acquired right-hander Jordan Lyles from the Pirates. Mets acquired veteran right-hander Marcus Stroman. That was kind of a weird one, too, that the Mets get Stroman. And the Rays get veteran uh, infielder Eric Sogard from the Blue Jays. Indians acquired Christian Arroyo and pitcher Hunter Wood. Jake Diekman went to Oakland. There were 76 trades between June 1st and July the 31st, so a lot of little moves, but there were some big ones late. Some really, really big ones late. The Dodgers acquired a a lefty specialist who will, will be a nice help from them out of the bullpen. He, Adam Cleric has a very, very good batting average against against left-handed pitchers, against left-handed hitters. He's he's very, very he's gonna be very productive for the Dodgers. He's gonna be the type that'll come in for one batter for you know an inning against a couple lefties. He's he's not a, a closer, but that's the thing, everyone, if you're frustrated as a Dodger fan why they didn't do more, they're gonna bring up Dustin May to pitch the game on Friday, and they have Gonsolin. So now if you're a Dodgers, if you're the Dodgers and you're going to have a bullpen come playoff time that will look something like this. We're going to assume that the Dodgers will have Ryu, Bueller, and Kershaw as their starters, their for sure starting pitchers. Then after that, it's going to be, you know, guys like Stripling and Maeda and Urias and Hill all going to be added into the bullpen. That bullpen depth is going to be really strong. So, you know, while I'm a little disappointed that the Dodgers maybe didn't get another real impact arm out of the pen, I think they have some plans. You know, and I think if Joe Kelly's pitching back a lot better, you know, than he was to start the season, and you have Kenley and Baez, I think you're set up just as well as anyone. I really do. This team isn't last year's team. And I think people are a little hard on a team that's made it to the World Series back-to-back years and lost to a couple of good baseball teams in Boston and Houston. So, you know, you look at the Dodgers lineup, yeah, tonight. And on Thursday, I'm recording this. And they have uh, Will Smith, White, and Negron. New acquisitions for the Dodgers all in the lineup. So they made some acquisitions. May is going to start on Friday. I like what the Dodgers uh, did. And I like kind of where they where they are right now. The teams that I'm a little worried about now though. If you're if you're an American League team that's going to have to face the Astros in a series, I'd be a bit worried. If you're the Yankees, possibly the Red Sox or the Rays or the Twins, I just would not want to face those three starting pitchers. And now if you're the Yankees, like what do you do from a starting pitching standpoint? Your pitching has been really bad as of late, and I don't know how are they going to set up their pitching staff in a series. You know, Tanaka right off the top. I just don't know if that staff is good enough. And so now I'm, I'm really, along with everyone else, it really feels like Houston is head and shoulders the absolute team to beat in the American League at least. And, you know, they got to be considered the overall, I think the slight overall favorite even above the Dodgers right now. Because... Houston went out and made the big move. It's going to be fun. Final few months of the uh, of the season. Remember folks, 
for all of your real estate needs, get to CindyCarava.com. I know Cindy Carava personally. She's a full-service realtor. You know the name. Jack Carava, her husband is a trainer. He's been a mainstay here in Southern California. Cindy can take care of whatever you need. She deals with all the San Gabriel Valley, North San Diego County, even if you're not living in those areas, but you're just curious about your home's value or you have any questions at all, check out our website, cindycarava.com or send her an email with any questions. Very friendly. I promise you, uh, anytime you interact with her, it's going to be a better day. She is one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. So send her an email, cindyc.realtor at gmail.com. I wanted to get to some of your thoughts on uh, on Facebook and Twitter. I had, I had posted asking for what were some of your responses to the trade deadline and how do you feel that your teams did in the trade deadline. John McVeigh, JV44, said the Mets are going to make a run. Easiest schedule, great starters. They're only five out of the wild card. Okay. Johnny. And uh, J.C. Werner, Elgato uh, El 055. So the Twins not willing to give up Buxton for Syndergaard. And Granke had the Twins on the no trade list. Dyson is a solid pickup, but starting pitching will be the Twins undoing. That's what J.C. feels. I do like the moves the Twins made. They got a couple small pieces. But I, I, I agree with you. I would have liked one more rotation piece. I think they're going to need it down the stretch. Mike Martinez, make sure to follow Mike on uh, on Twitter. He's at Big Rican Sport at B I G R I C A N O N Sport. He just recorded a podcast last night talking all about the trade deadline. He's also a Mets fan. So he loves the fact that they kept the young pitching. Would have gotten some bullpen help. Five out of the wild card with over 50 games to play. Time to go for it is now. Pumped for the sprint to the finish. That was Mike. Uh, Shedlight says, We did not do what it takes for a guide. Look at the Astros. And I think that's a fan of the, the Phillies. So didn't feel like the Phillies did enough as uh, as the Astros did. You can hear... Uh, Old Malibu walking around. Hey, Malibu, come on over. I'll, I'll I'll bring you in here, buddy. He just wants to talk a little baseball with us, folks. That's uh, that's Malibu. Let's get on over to some of your thoughts on uh, and, and what you posted over on Facebook. Shannon Gucci, Dodger fan, but not happy with the uh, with the moves. And this is these are the fans that I'm kind of on the opposite side of. I understand we all want to win the World Series, right? I want to win the World Series just as much as any Dodger fan does. But I think we're, as a fans, we don't want to get take it for granted how hard it is just to get there, right? From 1988 to 2017, how many times did the Dodgers even get there? Thank you. So enjoy the process, Dodger fans. You know, but I, let me, I agree with some takes that from Shannon. Do the Dodgers like sloppy seconds that much? How do they stay pay and not get a reliever? And they activated the savior, Floro. Shannon hates Floro, which is funny because all Floro is is just a bottom of the bullpen guy. He's not your closer. He's not supposed to be the man. And it says, what good prospects, what are good prospects? It's about winning. When I have a when I have the other the chance the American League team, aka Houston, will be celebrating the Dodgers come October. 
See, I didn't have really a problem with the Dodgers not going out and making moves when now they're going to bring up May and Gonsolin. Maybe the Dodgers felt, hey, we have the bull, the pieces that could be the back end of the bullpen help that we need right here. So uh, my response was, you know, I mentioned they got Jorko, who's a versatile player. And then Shannon said, if you believe Jorko's a big signing, I have an island in the middle of the desert for sale. Did I say he was a big signing? No, I said he's a nice, versatile piece. The Dodgers have done really well with these type of players, right? That's where Muncy, Chris Taylor, Kiki have all... They're all players that you just take a chance on and for very little. And if they don't work out, they don't work out. But if Jorko has a lot of power, he could be a guy that gets big hits for you. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Scott was talking about the Cubs. Scott Dick says, Castellanos is a stud. Houston is going to be almost unbeatable with Granky though. I, yeah, they're going to be really, really tough. Howard Chinchuk says the Cubbies got Castellanos. Love the kid. My Philly shopped at the 99 cent store. Astros got Granky at a reduced price. Good to hear from Michael Sharkey, who's uh, the Phillies fan, and and Howard. Craig Lawrence said the Reds surprised me a little. I've seen several people saying they were sellers. When you look at the stats of the guys, they offloaded in the salaries. I think I think they added some nice pieces that could help for the next couple years. Yeah, the Reds made some moves that that could very very much help them in the next year or two. I don't I don't think they'll have enough to get into the playoffs this year. But we saw this with a couple different teams where they made moves that weren't like even the Mets. Even if they don't get in right now, they might be okay next year with a really good rotation. And Steve Rappaport, Astros upgrade rotation. Jeff Kappel mentions the Strohs. John Parquette said the Yankees and Dodgers have so much talent in the minors. Teams were asking for way too much in the trades. They both tried to get. Uh, they both tried, but both GMs are too smart to give up Garcia or Gavin Lux in a one-sided trade. See, I agree with you there. John Parquette said uh, Astros hit the ball real well now with the addition of Granky. They have the best three-man rotation. Dodgers didn't do much. Yanks did nothing. Braves went out and made some nice moves in the bullpen. My team, St. Louis, as usual, not a whole lot. That was Billy. Woodrum. So like always, if you ever see me posting anything on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, social media, I would love to hear from you because it's fun when I can go through all of your posts like that and use them as a topic. I'll I'll react, respond. Do I agree? Do I disagree? Why do I feel differently? So I always appreciate hearing from uh, everyone out there. Make sure to continue to send in your thoughts, your tweets, your posts all the time. We're going to finish up now, but remember, I want you, I'm going to give you a little homework. Because over the next week or so, we're going to really start breaking down some of the shows of the summer. We're going to talk a little bit about Stranger Things. I've given you plenty of time now to watch Stranger Things, so I'm going to break down Season 3. We're going to discuss the uh, one of the new shows that's out that I like called Grand Hotel. Curious if anyone else out there is, uh, is interested. We'll do kind of an overview of, of what the show Grand Hotel is uh, about. we got the new Beverly Hills 90210 show coming up in a few weeks, and then I just finished Orange is the New Black, which was one of the first real big Netflix hits, so um, I loved Orange is the New Black, and I'm a little sad it's gone. We'll talk about how Orange is the New Black finished up, and if you have any shows or movies out there that you enjoy, I want to hear, and I want to watch them, and then we'll talk about them uh, on this show, so thanks again for tuning in, everyone. Uh, Make sure to get to cindycarava.com for all of your real estate needs. Make sure to get to iTunes and leave a nice five-star rating and review. Watch those shows so that way when we talk about them next week, you can get in the conversation. You can share your opinions. What did you like? What did you not like? 
And uh, don't forget, decent racing over the weekend at Saratoga and at Del Mar. If you follow me on Twitter, it's me, Gino B. I will have some plays for you. And then uh, we'll continue with some of the real deep dives in the horse racing podcast next week, too. I know we get some good feedback when we have some of those where we go through every race all throughout the day. So thanks for tuning in again, folks, and have a great weekend.